virtue. What comes to mind when you hear that word? One of my favorite definitions for virtue is a beneficial quality or power of a thing. We are all filled with our own virtues, personal strengths and power within us that are gifts given to us by God. The real magic happens when we recognize our virtues and become guardians of these virtues, using them for the good of others. Join me, your host, Elisa Lindsay Johnson, as I talk to amazing guardians of virtue who all have one thing in common, a desire to use their gifts for good. I hope that as you listen to this podcast, you are emboldened with your own virtues. Let us all strive to be guardians of virtue. Do we have to look at ourselves? No, I mean, we don't have to. Good. You don't want to? No, I know what I look like. <laughs> awesome. That, that. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Will you be embarrassed if I keep that in the, in the thing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I'm going to be embarrassed about a, a wide variety of what happens tonight, <laughs> so that's okay. Onward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the Guardians of Virtue podcast. Today, I have with me a very special guest, my favorite person in the whole wide world, Scott Lawrence Johnson, my husband. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Is this the first time you've done a podcast sitting on the bed? Yes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yes. Um, so, all right. Today, we are going to talk about uh, something that we talked about about as a family a couple I guess it's been about a month ago now but um we all we have reiterated it since then and so um it's something that we try to teach our children and that's the concept of the difference between being selfish and being selfless and when we are guardian of being selfless then life will turn out better for us and for everyone around us so um, to start off, I'm going to ask Scott what he thinks it means to be a guardian of selflessness. So I guess a couple different thoughts come to mind. Um, you know, seeking first for the kingdom of God, that, that statement, right? Making sure that first and foremost, your thoughts are toward building up the kingdom of God, something that's not yours, something that's gods and working towards his kingdom not building up scott's kingdom um and then and then just kind of trusting the process when you when you enhance your other people's lives you're you're enhancing your own life like i don't i don't need to take me time to work on you know building up an important attribute in my life, I can build that attribute in my life when I enhance others' lives, uh, when I serve others. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a true principle. It's a true process. And, and if you buy into that, um, there's ways that you can enhance your own life by, by serving others and by enhancing theirs first. Thanks. Uh, so on nine 11, um, we did for scripture study, each night as a family, we usually study through the Come Follow Me program. Um, but on 9-11, Scott decided to do something a little different. So do you want to just walk through what we talked about on 9-11 as a family? Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was basically keeping it simple. And I wanted to 
to help our kids understand the stark contrast between the two the two main you know different groups of people uh, at nine eleven. You had terrorists who were looking to murder innocent people, and the reason they were doing that is to make themselves look big and strong and intimidating, and and to and to try to try to push this 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 agenda and, and get get the United States back because they didn't agree on on how they on our thinking and viewpoints and and political items and, and different things like that so you have people who are utilizing you know tear and and their actions to to spread fear and then you have people like the firefighters and the first responders who you know, nobody nobody knows their individual names. You know, the majority of the country doesn't know, you know, who they are specifically. But those those are the people who, when there was a disaster, when there were people that needed help, they were running into burning buildings uh, with a high likelihood of injury. And they knew that there was a possibility of dying. And, and many, many of them, you know, gave their lives trying to save other people uh, because they cared about rescuing other people more than they cared about their own personal livelihood. So you have a very stark, you know, contrast between these these two types of people and with with most of uh, just in general just sin and and bad choices uh, in the world, most of the time you can break that down to just to just selfishness. Um which is why people choose to do evil things or why people choose to to commit sin, uh, for for the most part, it can it can boil down just to personal selfishness. Yeah. So, uh, is it possible to be selfless? Absolutely. I, I you know, it, it it gets easier with time. It's like it's like building. Anytime you're building healthy habits, um, it's something that that needs to be done consistently. It needs to be something that's naturally part of your life. Um, and 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 conversely uh, the the temptation to be selfish or or just like any temptation but we we each feel them differently um you know some people are tempted more by by some type of vice where a different person may not feel that particular vice in their life as strongly as others but but they never go away completely uh, even if you're a very selfless person it's not like I never think about being selfish, and it's not like I never act selfishly sometimes. I certainly do. So that so the temptation never goes away. Um, it is an active choice that it takes, you know, a person each and every day to to figure out what your priorities are and and but think more so on uh, what the needs of those around you are and, and work towards those efforts first and uh and it builds you up when you do that. So Okay, this question isn't on there. Okay, so you're, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. You're only in trouble a little bit. <laughs> so the world teaches us that self care is important, and we take care of ourselves first, so we can take care of others better. Is that true? There's there's absolutely a gospel principle there, right? Like you've got to cast the. I'm gonna say the scriptures wrong, and then people listening are gonna mock me. Yeah, they're um, probably going to like. You gotta post post the exact quotes and say <laughs> that's right. Say how we're wrong. They're gonna take lots of effort. No, probably not so much. They will. Um, 
so It'll be okay. The, you know, it talks about you got to get the, the beam out of your own eye before you, you know, cast the mode out of your brother's eye or something like that, right? So, I mean, and, and even Captain Moroni talked about uh, with Pehor and, you know, cleansing the inner vessel first, right? Before. Did, did you just mention Captain Moroni? I know he's your Because favorite. he's one of my favorites. That That's right. <laughs> Major brownie points right there. So, so, so obviously there's, there's a principle, um, you know, we can't, we can't be, be sick and, and, and help other people the way that we need to, uh, spiritually speaking. Um, but, um, I just, I, I, I fear, and, and this is personally for, for me, per, I can speak personally in my life. Like I fear that that's a slippery slope for me because of how I know how my personality is. So. I want to kind of stay away from that edge. I, I want to stay away from being like, oh, I need this me time for me. Um, it, when, when I sit back and truly look at how I spend the hours of, of my days, it's easy to see that even though I feel like, you know, I, I spend a decent amount of time serving others, uh, it, it's easy for me to look back at the end of the day and be like, I, I spent a lot of time doing what I wanted to do uh, today. So. Um, I just, I, it, it needs to be a balance, but, um, the savior had a balance of, of personal time and, and, and serving in his life. And you, it wasn't a 50, 50 balance. That's for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so I probably, if we, if we really take stock of our own personal lives, we probably have, uh, enough, you know, personal time and could, could be blessed by seeking out the needs of others, you know, a little more often than we do. Um, and that's, it, it's a personal thing between you and the, and the Lord and seeking out ways that you can further his work and, and, uh, help those around you. And maybe reevaluate how you spend your me time. You mentioned like, if you look back on your day, there's plenty of time where you probably spent time for you, whether it's looking at, uh, sports news or <laughs> absolutely or for me reading or watching a gardening youtube channel show or something like that and and if we were to maybe reevaluate those times we spent then they would feel more rejuvenating so we wouldn't feel like we had to take so many me time moments i don't know that was just a thought yeah yeah it, um you know we we get to these points where and an an opportunity to serve comes up and it's and it's just easy to say it's really hard to fit that in to my schedule um and sometimes it is sometimes it makes some sacrifice and you can't do this because you choose to do that um and um some days we get a lot of of work accomplished uh in in the course of a day and and at least for me it, it's so satisfying to be able to lay down at night and say like, I got a lot of stuff done today. Um, so Yeah. And sometimes serving, being selfless means that we step away from our daily schedule and make time to serve those around us. Right. Yeah. The chores will always get done <laughs> at some point. The work will always get done at some point. But if there's a way for us to serve somebody that day. Certainly there's a, there's an, there's a, I guess a, a measure of, of being, being flexible, right? And, yeah. 
everybody, you know, m- most people have their plans for the day. And as those plans get upset, that's, that's upsetting, right? That your, that your plans aren't what you thought oh, yeah. your, your, your day doesn't turn out how you thought it was, would be right. So, um, you know, there's some good uh, examples from the savior's life where, you know, he was going to go do something and then, you know, he's, he's going through the throng of people to go visit, um, going with Jarius to, to go visit, you know, to go see about his daughter who was, you know, sick and died. And there's the woman who touched his, his clothes as he was going along and Jesus stopped what he was doing. He didn't, he didn't expect that to happen at that moment, you know, and, uh, but it was the right thing to do to stop and minister to that woman. And, and that's what he did at that time. So there's a, there's a measure of that being, being flexible and being able to be okay with the day not going as we wrote it out on our, on our notepad, um, you know, at the beginning of the day. Did and, you mention that story to get more brownie points? Cause that's one of my favorite miracles. <laughs> I did not, but I will take brownie points where I can get them. I'm, I'm, I'm flexible. <laughs> You're two for two for two right now. Why? Thank you. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I know Jesus is a really good example of what I like to be called being interruptible. Yes. Well said. So if you're interruptible, that means that you're willing to stop what you're doing to do something for somebody else. You're really good at that, too. Whenever the kids ask you to play a game or I ask you to do a chore, (laughs) you're pretty good at stopping what you're doing and and doing it right away. And there's no complaining. That's one of your talents. Thank you. Yeah, it is. I don't mind being interrupted. It's okay. You're pretty good at not being interrupted. I mean, at not getting, yeah, being interrupted. I, on the other hand, and it's a talent I'm working on. That's fine, too. <laughs> um, what does being selfless look like to you? Um, well, we already talked about being, you know, interruptible or being flexible. Uh, also, it just not needing that credit from others um that one's hard for me (laughs) i like to hear that i did something good i like the gold star yeah yeah um and 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 everybody likes to feel appreciated and everything everybody likes to you know hear good things you know said about them and that's fine it's not like that's a bad thing it just um it's more so you know only serving others when you feel like there's something in it for you, right? Um, and so I guess that's where I was trying to go with my comment. It, you know, if, if the credit comes, that's fine. You know, sometimes it'll come in a small way just by a, a smile or, a, or you know, a, a little hug from one of our, one of our kids. Um, and sometimes it comes in, in, you know, more more public ways. Um, when people, you do some, you know, big service project and people are able to see, you know, all the work that you've done. Um, and some, sometimes it goes completely unnoticed that's okay too. You gotta be okay with a variety of those things. Yeah. Uh, what are some experiences that you've had while you have served other people that have shown you that being selfless is important? Um, well, I wanted to start with something that's not my own story. Um, so I had a, um, I had a friend in college who, um, you know, uh, had some, had some bouts of, of, of mild, you know, depression and just trying to, you know, um, find their way a little bit. And, um, and I remember for this individual, um, uh, through not by anything I did, I didn't have very many positive conversations with this individual. 
um, about this specific topic, but but through through another friend, this this individual decided that they would uh, go and, and and take an opportunity to tutor kids uh, at, a, at an elementary school, and so um, not spending time, you know, fixing uh, their their personal depression problem, they spent time serving others, and and that in turn enhance their life um, and and turn things around for for that individual so I, I think there's a by by just going and and serving and and helping others and looking for ways that you can have a positive impact on others lives it, it's impossible to do that without having a positive impact on your own life um, do you have an example from your own life <laughs> so hard to tell examples from your own life you can do it i have, I have faith in you maybe we'll come back to this one no <laughs> we can try we can try now do you have an experience from my life that you would like me to talk about this was your yeah i was asking you this question i know um the only the the, the one that comes to mind is well, the ones that come to mind are the times that you've been able to go. And these are like, this is like big extreme example, right? Because going and helping with hurricane disaster relief, clean like hurricane cleanup is not an experience that everybody gets. But I'm sure that you have some stories from there that you can share that I don't know. Just Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, a couple different hurricanes where we went and uh with uh with some friends from the church elders quorum and we would go down and and some of these houses it was just just you know dozens and dozens of trees falling and leaking roofs and oh i can tell i can tell the church story so we went down on this one particular um hurricane and we got an assignment to go to a church from a, a different denomination, of course, and and go assist with cleaning up their church. And when we got there, they had this this big sanctuary building, and then off to the right was their like they called like their fellowship hall. And the the fellowship hall, this whole side building, and it was massive. It was probably oh a good you know forty feet by sixty feet uh, building. And it the roof had completely collapsed and mm-hmm. fallen in, and just all this rain and everything inside was ruined. And the uh, the 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 work paper request that we got was to like get all the get all the damaged stuff out of the building and put a tarp over the roof, right? And the roof was completely caved in, like it was worthless. There was no repairing it, and there was just enough. There were some really talented folks. Um, who, who knew construction on on the crew, and um, we just we jumped in and and we we literally took the entire roof off of that church and um, and uh, got it back down to the got everything out, got all the trash out to the road, and got it down to the basic you know building block so they could start again and put a new roof on. They could bring somebody in to build it back, and it was just. It was it was you know a little bit more than what the paper had said and and to uh, be able to you know work alongside of people of a different faith and to um, you know 
sorrow together, be sad about their loss together, and to pray together, and to joke together and laugh together as as we worked throughout the day was a, was a, a very fulfilling. Was experience. that the one where they provided a meal for you guys? They did. Yep, yep. They they fed us um, uh, when we got close to the end there, and uh, it was good eating too. <laughs> well, good southern cooking. We live in a good place for food. Uh, what are your favorite ways to surf? Um, I am, I'm a hands-on person. I mean, I like to, I like to do things. You're Mr. Fix-It. Sometimes. A lot of times. If, if I've got YouTube available. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm not terribly creative, so I, I, I just, I enjoy saying yes, um, as much as possible. Uh, so usually somebody has to, you know, ask me to do something or I hear about a need. And I and I like you know jumping in and fulfilling that. There's other people who are way better at me than kind of seeing the need without being asked or or you know just just sensing and and being close to the spirit and knowing what another person needs. You know I don't I don't have a ton of those experiences in my life and I'm trying to get better at that. Um, but, but for me, I just you know I just it, I really don't like saying I don't have time for that or sorry I can't help you with that. Um, so uh, most of my opportunities to serve have come from just being asked or seeing a need and, and being able to say yes. Okay. So thank you for all your awesome answers, honey. I love you. I love you. Um, to finish out, I'm going to ask you the same questions I ask everyone else. The first question is, how do you think or what, what example from Jesus's life shows that he was a guardian of selflessness? Um. I I love some of the uh, simple small examples from from Jesus's life uh how he showed selflessness from washing his disciples feet to um yeah tearing with the nephites a, a little longer cuz they wanted him to stay um to to blessing the little children one by one um so just all those you know small little simple ways that that the savior uh was selfless and then obviously the the large um uh, uh you know eternal ways that that he's selfless and is is atoning sacrifice and sacrificing for all sins of all mankind throughout all time um just his infinite and eternal selflessness uh toward us so yeah i agree okay last question if you could pick someone, past or present, who you think is a guardian of selflessness, who would you pick and why? Um, so I think it's fairly well documented that I'm a that I'm a nerd. What? Um, so confirmed. In, in fifth grade, in fifth grade, like we had to do like a, a book report on like a historical figure or something. And of course, all the all the boys did like sports figures, and there's like eight reports on Michael Jordan and whatnot. And I'm surprised you didn't pick one because you're a big sports fan. I know I am a big sports fan, and for for some reason, I picked Gandhi and uh, nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. So, um, but uh, it was a um, it wasn't just like a generic little report that you went to the library like two times and then you wrote it and you were done, like. Our teacher made us, you know, really get into it. And it was, you know, throughout the course of, you know, I think it was an entire semester or something that we really worked on these or whatnot. But anyways, 
so I had the opportunity to to learn a lot about Gandhi's life. Um, you know, all the different ways that he just put others' needs ahead of him, his own needs uh, all the time, you know, throughout his life. So um, there's a funny, you know, story from his life where um, it's told that he was, he was getting onto a train as it was leaving the station and one of his sandals fell off and fell on the track um, and the train was pulling away. So he couldn't just jump down and get it. And so he took off his other sandal and he threw it down the track. So I said, well, the person who finds the one sandal, I mean, one sandal is useless for me. So now the person who finds that sandal will have two instead of one. Mm-hmm. And so that's just how his brain thought, you know. Um, so thinking of others. Yeah. It's a good way to live. It is a good way to live. Yeah. You have definitely taught me how to be better about that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think you're a guardian of selflessness. It's kind of you to say. You guys, he's blushing. Got a ways to go. All right. Thank you, honey. Love you. For being on. I love you too. And we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you walk away filled with strength and power, or dare I say, virtue, as you use your own gifts for good too. Podcasts live by the reviews that are written for them. Please leave a review and let me know what you think. I hope you all have a blessed day. Bye.